Hello, welcome into episode 241 of Caitlin's Craft Collective. Today I've got a blather all about space. The final frontier. Well, actually not, it's about Jupiter. Uh, a hello section, what's a crack, and a me, 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 me section. So, get your cup of tea or your dram, and I'll let you know what crack's been in Caitlin's this past wee wily. The blather. Space. Yeah, I've done this three times now and all three sound awful. <laughs> the outtakes might be quite good tonight. I was going to do this on planets, but I'm going to do a series of blathers on knitting and crochet patterns and a wee bit about random life stuff on all things space. I'm equally fascinated and terrified of outer space. Not so much open space on Earth as I love my open space where I live. In fact, the more open sky I can see, the better. I feel claustrophobic when near mountains or trees or high buildings for too long. I mean, I can visit, but I don't like to stay. And I, th I know that other people are the opposite to me. They feel a bit overwhelmed because you're not claustrophobic when you're out in the open, really. But too, there's too much openness. Issue 3 of Murat's theme is to be on cosmic space. Alison is also fascinated and I look forward to seeing what the Murat gang get up with for issue 3. I was also going to just do planets but I like the moon and the sun so I've kind of expanded it and I quite like the stars that are not star planets because, well actually, <laughs> planets are not stars Louise. No, planets are planets. Planetoid on a toothpick. So I'm going to start with Jupiter because I know Richard and Sandy both went, why don't you start with the sun and then go out the way? I'm like, well, no, because I've already written this and I'm not rewriting it now because it takes me a wee while to actually write it. <coughs> and Jupiter is mentioned in my almanac in February for having the last evening showing before the glare of the sun hides it. Poor Jupiter. It's getting up, upstaged by our star because the sun is our star. Sometimes we just forget that. So we've we've passed that because it was the second of February that the last time we'd see an evening sky on account of the sun was supposed to be going to bed a bit later at night. Um, I say it's lighter, but we haven't seen much of the sun recently because we've had snow up here in Caithness. And wind. Lots and lots of it. So, if we do see the sun, we're all outside going, There's the sun! Get some vitamin D. Factoids about Jupiter. Ooh. Before I start, my crocuses have come up. My crocuses bypass the daffodils and the snowdrops in my garden. It must just be time of year that I planted them and the position of stuff, because... The snowdrops just gave up and the daffodils are always late, but they're on their way. And yeah, not that you care, but you know, I care. Okay, and the moon this February, the full moon is called the snow moon. And <laughs> it certainly brought the snow here in Keithness. So hopefully wherever you are, you're not getting too much of the stuff in too awkward a place and you kind of just letting winter do its thing but not being too um, power cutted and a car crashed kind of thing or potholed as poor Heather was 
I live in fear of potholes just now. Um, right. Factoids about Jupiter. Thought we might as well have the bullet points. It is the fifth planet out from our sun and the largest in our solar system. It is a gas giant. It takes 12 years to or- orbit our sun, which is quite a long time. But its day length is 9 hours and 56 minutes. My brain struggles to cope with these kind of things of if it's farther away and it's going closer. So I'm not very good at understanding physics or space. So Professor Brian Cox would probably not have much of a conversation now with me, (laughs) which is fine. However, um, I do quite like spacey things. It was named after the king of the gods of Roman mythology and it has a big red spot on it. And looking at crafty nitty stuff, there are patterns named direct to Jupiter and the majority are typical Jupiter colours of light browns and yellows and cream and they often have a wee red spot on them, especially the yarns that have been dyed to go specifically with that pattern. You Can Crochet a Beanbag by Claire Gelder, which I thought was quite cool because <laughs> it's a big red spot. If you are a small person, you could knit a wee dress by Knitted Moon Designs. It was quite sweet. If you want to crochet the planet itself, sort of an anagarumi planetoid, um, there is a, a smaller scale pattern and it's by Sarah Brydeen, who is quite cute and it's got a little smiley face on it. To me, Jupiter doesn't have a smiley face. To me, Jupiter's kind of moody because it's gassy. I was just thinking it's got so tummy and it just needs to light rip with its gas. Or maybe it's happy because it's light rip with all its gas. Maybe the smiley face is there because she knows something I don't. Um, If you were after a boxy summer top and knitting, there's a lovely one by Diane Moyer. You could start now for summer. And I like the crocheted Isabella Furlova winter top sweater. And this has chevron lines in it. If you're needing socks, there are some by Knitting Kristen, Anastasia Zittel or Needle, amongst others. And that's N-E-E-D-Y-L, which I thought was very clever. If you wanted a wrap or a shawl, you could go for a knitted one and it's Cheryl Toys Redo or a crocheted one by Anna Heresy. And of course, you can't have a knitting or crochet without unicorns and rabbits. <laughs> They're both very cute. One's by Caroline Brody and the other one's by Projectarian. The rabbit looked a bit like a Pokemon, so there possibly is a Jupiter Pokemon. But then he would just be shouting, you know, Pokemon, that's all he sees is Pokemon! No, Pikachu! Pikachu! He'd be shouting, Jupiter! Sounds actually alright if you were a Pokemon. Yeah. I would have to shout, Louise! That would get my nerves. <coughs> what would you be shouting? I'd like to hear. There's plenty to choose from that does not involve gas, unless you're attending an emergency gas leak and you are in Ponty Pandy. And you are driving Jupiter, the fire engine from Fireman Sam. Fireman Sam. I used to love. I was going to get Sandy to come through and tell you about that with his deep voice, but he's currently arguing with his sister through the air when they're doing the dishes. 
I've had to stop and record over that last bit because my children are perfect on my internet life. <laughs> they're not. Okay, I love them very much, but they're not perfect. So if your burns aren't perfect, then hello. <laughs> right. Unless you, oh, I've got written, I've got, I'm actually going back on the script here. Although, unless you already have the pattern, it's out of production, which is an awful shame because we've always loved Farm and Sam in our house. Naughty Norman Price. So there you go, Jupiter, the biggest, most gaseous planetoid on a toothpick in our solar system. What's a crack? I had some lovely messages from you about your favourite tree from last episode. And um, I had a really lovely letter from Caroline saying about tree facts, which were quite cool. Um, and her and lovely Turbo Gal Lisa said that there is a, a yarn that you can get from trees. And it's a... a viscose. It was. It sounds like a man-made fibre, and it's quite heavy on the production of how you do it. But you can make a yarn out of trees. So there you go. Something that I didn't know before, I now I do. So thank you for sharing that. And it was. It was a lovely letter. So thank you, Carly. Um, I've ordered my issue two of the Murat magazine. This is for crochet people and it's a really, really high quality, lovely magazine with lovely people. And, um, hi Vivian. Hi Alison too. <laughs> um, so it's coming out soon. It's a pre-order and if you go to their website, you can order it there. I know that because they've told us on their uh, Keep Calm and Carry Yarn podcast that issue three is in the pipeline already and as I said in the blather it is going to be on cosmic I can't remember what the issue two is on but I've seen the patterns on their multimedia and it looked really quite cool so I'm looking forward to seeing that and I might actually try and start one <laughs> <clears throat> I was also listening to uh, Knit a Journey and uh, then I was listening to Twin City Designs, Jan, hi Jan, podcast over uh, the weekend and I feel like I was kind of going back in time a little bit because these podcasts were out ages ago and thankfully that they have got a resurgence and it's really, really nice to listen to two feet people you've got a lot of time for. So it was nice catching up with them and hope that you too can as well. Hello section. I'd like to say a very lovely hello to our friend Barbara Robson. Huge hugs to you, Barbara. Uh, Kate Noble, who sent me a really, really, really nice email. Um, very much appreciate those kind of, hi, I'm just listening to you emails. They make my day. <laughs> they don't need to be much but it just makes my day that somebody sends me an email saying that they've been listening it's also nice to hear where they uh, found me through so that was lovely um, Emily Pearl McNitty hello hope that you're healing well poor Emily had a bad accident recently and she's um, recovering now 
Leone of Rusty Ferret on account of she is awesome. Ella, Gifnet Girl fame because she was at the rugby as usual because she always goes to the rugby when Scotland play. She knits there and she got to watch Scotland beat England which doesn't happen all that often so well done Ella because I know it's your support that made them win. And hello to Jules Ferguson. Also uh, hello to Heather Winslow Lefebvre. Excuse my pronunciation of your um, surname, sorry. But it was a few years ago I had taken a photograph in the snow of Dunnethead and uh, the road in front of my house and the sky was slate grey and it was just about to snow. There had been quite a lot of snow on it and then there's a red telephone box at the bottom of my drive. It's an old one, there's no telephone in it but my neighbour has it and it's used as a little um, library these days. It used to be for when the boys got the school bus and they'd use it as a bus shelter but they've all left school now so a few years ago the youngest decided he wanted to make it into a little library and it's quite well used, it's lovely. So it I've read focal point on this picture that I took and she'd sent me a message at the time asking if I, if she could paint it and she did and it is on her uh, Instagram feed and it's, it's stunning, it's, she's made a really good job of it and it's, it's really really lovely. It's one of them things that I, I would have at my wall, I would also have the picture that I took as well but um, hello to you Heather. me 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 section ah, now listeners I know that you can hear the fact that I finished something and that I am wearing it right now I know you can't see it and I haven't actually taken the picture well I have taken pictures because I'm vain that way but I didn't really like them enough and because I'm vain I didn't put them on um, Instagram because it was a very good photo but I have finished and I mean I'm finished finished the fact I'm wearing it uh, my flax jumper by Tin Can Knits. I used Iona yarn. Uh, remember, I had a little bit of a hassle with fin- um, having enough because I bought a cone of Aranway and it wasn't enough. So I um, had a bit of drama because, yeah, podcast folder. Um, and Suzanne, I'm still thinking about you. <laughs> I, she was lovely. She sent me what we thought was the same colour wasn't so in the end I ordered another skein and used mm, not quite a half but over a quarter Uh, whatever that is oh maths people and finished the second sleeve I washed and blocked it weaved in the ends have worn it three weeks in a row Um, and I wear it with my tealy green trousers and I have been wearing it with a pink shirt or blouse and then last week my pink blouse wasn't around I don't think it had been washed so I wore it with a white blouse but it was a scratch in my neck so today because it's snowing I've got a polo neck on a turtleneck polo neck a neck with a roll neck and this um, top that I've got it's really soft and it's quite warm, but it's because it's 
uh, snowing outside. It's one degree or something horrible with wind, so it feels about minus 70 billion. It's perfect for putting underneath my jumper and being comfortable as well. Because sometimes it can get quite warm and at work, um, and I didn't want to sort of spend all day taking it off and on, but uh, I was wearing it, it was very comfortable. Now, I really, really like the sleeves with the um, the garter stitch, 15 st- stitches across panel down the outside of the arm. It gives it like a bit of interest. The rest of the jumper is just stocking stitch. I can't remember if I had to do any. No, I didn't. No increases, no decreases um, in the body or for the bust. Um, and then you I can't remember, was it top up or top down? It's been that while since I've done this, so I think it was top down. Because it didn't start on the sleeves, it was the sleeves that I finished and it went down the way. So yeah, it must have been a raglan. Yeah, it was. Oh, listeners, I should have written this all down. I just wrote, I've written finished flax by Tinker Knits. Sleeves, redo, question mark. I own a yarn. Moving on. <laughs> I don't like the cuffs of the sleeves. I feel that they're two inches too big. I just feel it's a really wide end of sleeve. So I'm quite tempted to unpick the cast off edge and then (laughs) I would have to undo or unravel mm, 10 centimetres worth and then put in some more decreases and then redo the um, cuff, which is a rib. I think it's a one by one rib. And then I was looking at my other cardigans and my other jumpers and stuff and thinking, maybe I'm just making this up, but mm, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I want to. And also, it is just, there is, they are just a little bit too long for my little arms. So that's what I'm thinking. But it, it looks like a proper grown-up jumper. I'm, I'm, I'm quite proud of myself. So don't give up if you're making a flax. It will look cool in the end. Um, and the yarn, I it's perfect for this time of year. Iron weight, it's gonna uh, wear really well. I love the colour, even though I think it's teal. <laughs> it's not teal, sea green, according to them. Um, it's still kind of needing wear, wear weird. It's not a word. Weird. You weird. No, I don't think it's a word. Uh, it does need softened up with wear and washing a bit more because if I don't have something underneath the collar it just catches my throat and makes it itchy and I don't like it but it's perfect perfect for it looks good I love the squish of the garter on my my sleeve I'm often sitting there just squishing it down so um, I would recommend the Iona yarn and I would recommend the the jumpers the pattern as well and it's free actually i think it's a free pattern tin can knits they do write a good pattern um i was actually wearing my lush cardigan to work yesterday and um four of the children said they liked it did you knit that mrs hot yes i did oh, i like it because they're knitting at school just now not when i'm there i don't know why i think they do it when i leave on a friday <laughs> 
maybe it's because they think I'd take it over. But I love the fact that they're enthusiastic about it. And for Christmas, they, they got together and knitted me a little rabbit. And it's so cute. So it sits underneath my computer at work. And they're lovely parents, so it makes it special. Um, so I am knitting the Radari jumper by Vedas Jon's daughter. And this is a lopy design and using lopy yarn. And I'm halfway up his tummy. In fact, I'm, yeah, I'm halfway up the tummy. I'm above the tummy button. And I've held it up against him because he likes that part, but he's not getting to wear this bit yet. And just to see where it is and make sure that we agree where it should sit, you know, the top of his hip or bottom of his hip, kind of that area. So man's tummies take ages to knit, but um, it's excellent TV knitting. Um, although that part is curling up a little bit, which is quite frustrating. Um, the very edge curls, but anyway, on account of you knit two or three rows, I can't remember off the top of my head, and then you go into rib, and it's the same on the sleeves. So it's got a, a for a sleeve, it's quite a bony kind of cuff to it. And then you do a little bit of feral stranded knitting design, and then you go into a plain yarn pattern. Well, there's nothing, it's just one colour. And then you go up to the yoke, nowhere near the yoke, and then you start doing the yoke stranded knitting pattern. But the uh, rib part is curling up on itself when I'm sitting knitting, so I'm hoping that it comes out right in the blocking and the weaving in. I think it will. And when he's wearing it, I'm sure it'll be fine. But it's annoying me when I'm sitting knitting. But I think it's because of it had two layers and it's in quite a wide bit and it's now on one layer of yarn. So, oh yeah. I didn't know if I was actually going to see this. But I went slightly wrong in the colour work of the... Uh, just the bit round above the cuff of the body and I was two lines past that part and went oh in fact no it wasn't two lines I was just about to change colour and I went uh, uh, and he went what and I went oh, I've done it wrong and he went I don't see any wrong and I said no it's not that I've gone wrong in the pattern I've gone wrong in the colour and he went I like it like that because my husband's good that way but um, it, I, it didn't bug me enough to change it. And it actually, he was right, it looks better. <laughs> so we've left it. And hopefully it'll kind of be all right by the time I get to the top. Um, yeah. So, however, <laughs> my 4.5mm Knit Pro Symphony needles have, because they're interchangeables, one of them has threaded the connection metal part. So at first it was okay and I thought, oh, I might get away with this. But then it fell off a few times and the more weight I'm putting on it, it keeps coming off. And I've tested to see it's not just the t tip or not the cable and then I hunted through my needles to find a replacement but I only had one set of 4.5 interchangeable symphonies and my mum couldn't find hers. She found a packet and then I'm thinking, maybe I've got one. 
but I think I found the packet for mine because they didn't come in the big kit that I bought years back. So I then thought, mm. so I went through all my knitting needles that I've got and I tied them up a little bit and I've got one but it's, I think it's a bit too short because there's 200 man belly stitches on it. <laughs> And then I thought, oh, but I've got some D Denise interchangeables. And then I couldn't find where I put them. They used to live in my knitting needle bag. I've got a Notions knitting needle bag that lives in my bedroom. And all the yarn lives upstairs. And sometimes project bags come downstairs with yarn in them. I don't, I'm not a person for having projects all over the house. I have them in two places. And I don't like to have more than two at in at beside the couch at any one time so I'm not a tidy person but for that I'm a bit particular and then I thought where have I put them turns out I'd put them in the big box of yarn where they're supposed to go well they're not actually they're supposed to go with the knitting bag with the knitting needles and notions however it was the next closest place so I took them out and I managed to get them together um a, a long enough one. They are old and brittle and the yarn doesn't scoot around the cable as much as I'd like it, as easily as I'd like, but ugh, hey -ho, it works. Now I do have vouchers for hobby craft and last night eh, I was almost bought it but um, Richard had come home with three sets of vouchers for me, Sandy and Daisy. And I said, right, parents, what do you want? So Sandy put his, Daisy got hers, I had mine, and I had a needle punch um, needle kit thing, because I quite fancy trying that. And um, a new 4.5 points and a new 94 centimetre cable in basket. I was trying to buy it and I was using the gift cards and it's, you can only use one gift card at one time. So I need to phone them up and get all three gift cards on the same card to then use it. Because otherwise I would be having to buy three separately, which, you know, it would be all right. But then I'm paying three lots of postage and it's going to put it over and three parcels. And that's just ridiculous. So I looked up the hobby craft thing. And it said that if you've got more than one voucher and this is what you want to do, you have to phone customer services, give them the numbers and apparently they can squish it together. Or alternatively, go to the shop. Now, I'm not going to Inverness anytime soon, so it was slightly frustrating. And it meant I could talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did spend an hour or two on Hobbycraft's website just looking like the Charlatans but not like the stereophonics as they weren't buying when they were just looking. You might have to go and look that up. <laughs> but um, I was actually sitting knitting on it today a wee bit. It's awkward, but, you know, it's... It, it's knitable. And on Saturday, I spent a couple of hours at Mum's. She's doing okay, thank you for asking. Because you were, weren't you? And I took down a wee kit to make Gromit from Wilson Gromit. Daisy then put on Lady and the Tramp because eh, Sandy and Richard were not there and we were like, let's, let's watch things that they're not going to moan about because it's not their kind of programme. 
and I had a lovely doggy time. Buko wasn't there, so I had to tell him about it afterwards. <laughs> and this is the live action version from 2015 and it's, it's okay. If you like dogs, if you don't, don't, don't bother. <laughs> anyway, Gromit. This was a gift with the Knit Now issue 100 by, the pattern is by Louise Watling and lovely Louise of Willwork fame. Hello Louise. She gave it to me because she was never going to make it. But at the time I was in a zombie <laughs> Paddington phase. Well I was in a knitting Paddington but he turned into a bit of a zombie. And it kind of put me off a little bit of making a zombie grommet. So he, he sat upstairs knowing he was there and always thinking I really fancy making that. At work we have themed Thursdays and they do topic work and they do sustainable development goals and do rights of the child because we are a rights respecting school for UNICEF and we've got our silver award working towards gold. Very proud of ourselves. Um, and theme Thursdays are say on kids films like Disney Pixar or Wilson Gromit type of thing. So, for instance, a few weeks ago we had Finding Nemo Fortnite and they learned all about fish, sea life in the film and also about geography, coral coral reefs being bleached, endangered and generally had good fun. Had coconut shies when they did Moana and learning about that area of the world. We've had Tossing the Caber and Archery when they did Brave and soon is going to be Wallace and Gromit and they're linking it to learning about inventions. And soon they're doing the Incredibles and learning about superheroes and um, what their superpower is going to be and how Spider-Man can build a web and what spiders do. And our head teacher's brain goes in weird directions and it, it just always makes me laugh. The coconut shy was actually a flip... I don't know if it was flippant, but I was like, oh, we could do a coconut shy. And then she went, funny you should say that. <laughs> So I, just, I like that kind of part of working at a school. And this is the reason why I am actually making Gromit, because we're doing Wilson Gromit. Um, he is made in pieces, ugh, and he's going to be sewn together, and he has fingers on his front paws, and apparently his back paws, which are going to be onerous, because you start and then you... And then you... <laughs> it's like you do so many stitches and then you break yarn and then you do so many stitches and you break yarn and you do so many stitches you break yarn and then you do so many stitches you don't break yarn and then you got to sew them all together and oh, it's going to be so much fun however because it's going to be cool it'll be fine now I've made his ears and his tail and I'm on his head and I'm going to gnash on with them whilst I wait to get my 4.5 needles coming well that was the idea but I found myself sitting knitting on it today <laughs> Um, I have also found a pattern which I'm quite interested in for using some random stash that I thought I would tell you about. It's called the Sea Glass Jumper by Wool and Pine Designs and I think that quite a few of you have made one as I found it on Instagram from someone, probably one of you, or I'm not sure if I was just looking and like the charlatans and I found it. I wasn't buying this time so maybe it was the, st the stereophonics. But Today, Sando, hello Sando, um, has her whole pile of yarns that she's set out around her collection of sea glass and she's going to make one. Now, this pattern is a stash buster and it is a one by one fair isle stranded knitting technique and you use all your random yarns in DK. I haven't actually bought the pattern yet, 
but I think it's a jumper that will be quite thick as it's going to have two layers with the carrying of the yarn behind. I do love the idea of being used for oddballs of bits of yarn. It gives it a very speckly look, hence the name sea glass, which I really like. Daisy loves sea glass. So it'll be a good jumper for going and looking for sea glass. So I think you might want a jacket and a sea glass hat as well because it's so windy and cold just now. The sea is quite cool just now, even though it's a bit ragey. Um, some current times I've been just I'm going to go for a run just so I can watch the sea come in because it's quite cool. Um, and I, I just think if you're into, if say you've got lots of oddballs of DK, maybe the odd one of Worsted and um, even some um, thinner yarns, you hold them together and what have you got? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Um, and then you can do it. I'm sure that the, the ideas are sort of muted in the pattern itself, but because I'm not finished my last jumper, I'm like, mm, I'm not buying that yet. But I have been quite interested in the thought of it. And also, I know this sounds quite bad, but I was then thinking, well, it's just a jumper, really. You just need sort of the sizes for, like, oh, I don't know if I don't actually need it. But I probably would end up buying it because they'll give you a lot of, um, well, actually, they've taken the time to design it, so it wouldn't be fair to not buy it, would it? Plus, they've got a lot of good um, little tips and tricks on their internet, on their Instagram page for how to put it all together. Uh, I did do a wee bit of sewing, but it was mending, not making. But my machine was used and I rummaged, which I very much enjoyed. I'm not a very tidy crafter. Things have an area, but each area can be quite messy. Sorry, tidy people. I've not read anything interesting lately, but getting an inspector calls study guide because Sandy's going to be doing it for his fourth year English. Uh, or cleverly called National Fives. That's generally what they do in fourth year. So they do National Fives no, normally in fourth year. You can do them in fifth year and sixth year, but... Um, get that one. I'm proud to say, <laughs> proud mum, he got an A in his English prelim. So the time spent with him going over Edwin Morgan's poems was time well spent. Actually quite liked Edwin Morgan's poems too. He's not had all his results yet or hasn't told me. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be that bad. But he's finished actually doing them so that's good. But poor Daisy is now doing tests this fortnight so we have passed the study button now over. And she's got her big science test tomorrow and row 18, periodic table, noble gases. And we remember that because it's like Buchel. He doesn't have any. And he's very gassy. And digestion is the process of breaking down insoluble food particles to soluble particles. She left that um, study card on the table today. <laughs> I thought I could have told you that anyway. And she had a test last week and she got 90%. I was very proud. Daisy has to work really hard because of um, her dyslexia. So uh, she has sometimes takes a bit longer and she can sometimes struggle. So I'm very, very proud of her. And I'm actually extremely proud of Sandy getting an A too. So the studying is burnt, uh, working off. 
we did watch all of Gomorrah and this is about Italian drug lords uh, death, 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 playing chase with people death, death, more death and death but very good so tick <laughs> I would recommend it because it's actually quite tense quite well written series 4 is a bit a link between series 3 and 5 and there was a film which was actually quite good and uh, my favourite line in it was I don't know if I told you this I said, last day it was so bungled to tell you again his head's only for holding his ears apart <laughs> I've used that a few times since <laughs> mainly to describe Buchel uh, I'm now back in Korea watching zombies and all of us are dead Korea does very good zombies uh, sadly not seen Paddington in it yet and Boba Fett so it's been very good especially when the Mandalorian one was in it so that is me thank you very much for listening um, if you can want to contact me on gmail I am on Collective at gmail.com I'm on Ravelry occasionally as Louise Hunt I'm on Instagram Twitter as Caithnesscraft um, I'm on Podbean as Collective at podbean.com think yeah that's it i haven't done this in a while i haven't written it down and i'm using soundtrap to edit this for all the fancy noises so keep on crafting hold your knitting close and haste you back <laughs> lovely paula Vermin sam i was actually going to get sandy through to talk to you about it with his deep voice but he's busy doing the dishes just now with daisy arguing yeah